And for the moment, I suspended that disbelief and, I mean, said screw the imposter syndrome because I've got one shot at this and the clock's ticking. Welcome to Strategize This Podcast, where we interview creatives leveraging strategic thinking to bring unique value and perspective to the world. Today, we're talking with Matthew Chikanasis, a National Geographic explorer, storyteller, and photographer, educating people how to tell stories and explore their world with a fresh perspective, a mindful heart, and a curious lens. So we asked Matthew, a recent Forbes 30 Under 30 nominee and winner, what his experience was with imposter syndrome. And this was his response. Imposter syndrome is this weird double-edged sword because I believe in my work. I mean, I've been doing it for over 10 years, but there's always got to be that amount of skepticism, that amount of butcher block that we put our own work under. It's like a microscope more than a butcher block. It's like checking the gears on the back of a watch before you close up the back of the case. And I guess my problem is I got so obsessed with checking on every gear that like I look at the details in life. That's my work is like what's behind me. I, I open that gearbox and just go crazy. When it came to something like Forbes, I just had to just just do it. Like at that point, it was due within five days and I was going to be past the deadline because it's the last time I'm ever 29. So I had done countless grant applications for being a scientist, for being a National Geographic Young Explorer and getting a grant. I've been through the grant process and everybody hates it. It's terrible. And you get less than 10% of the ones you apply for. So with that kind of statistic in mind, I guess I put all of the other disbelief out the window. And for the moment, I suspended that disbelief and I mean, said screw the imposter syndrome because I've got one shot at this and the clock's ticking. So I got the application in on time and forgot about it, which is the hardest thing that I needed to do. But it was at this juncture where every time I've had this, you know, forward movement, this progress, it's always been in the eye of a hurricane. It's always been when a family member has been sick recently or any other number of things before these significant changes global health wise recently. So I was already going through those motions. But at that point, Forbes to me was kind of just like, well, this makes sense. Maybe I'll give it a shot. And I just went with it. And it ended up being a 14 hour long application because <laughs> it was a Google form. Nothing against Forbes, but guys, I'll help you out. I've got a wonderful platform for surveys because I didn't know how far along I was. So it was like, here is your ticket to some potential opportunity, but you've got to put in the work and we won't tell you how much work there is. So it ended up being like a 25 section form <laughs> with like everything you could ever imagine them wanting to learn about you. And I applaud them for that. I wouldn't have expected any less. So here we were packing to move from a contract spot, thousand mile trip, at the peak of COVID at this point, and I had gotten a round two invite and I was so thrilled and kind of surprised, but I went with it. I was like, whatever, cool, here's another letter, me on a plate. And the hard part about the me on a plate part is, I mean, I've been a business for a while, but I haven't been 
a business with sustainable revenue. So it's like the life of a storyteller, journalist, artist. We always hear this term, starving artist. And it's been interesting with the change in dynamics between BIPOC, between global health, and between these other topics to see how storytelling has become more at the forefront of conversation and how people want to connect with truthful stories that are from real people, I guess. So, oh, so yeah, we were mid-pack and Eye of the Hurricane. That's when I found out about Forbes. So it was like, you know, an exciting time, but it was also the worst time possible to, from a business standpoint, need to get a press release together and stuff like that. Because the heads up was pretty much like, hey, it's live, you made it. And <laughs> it's like, oh boy, so. Wow. I cannot believe that it took 14 hours to submit an application in a Google Doc for Forbes 30 to 30. But I'm so happy for him. You know what I mean? Just being like, get over that, have some sort of catalyst to submit it and get it over with. Yeah. And I mean, the fact that only 10% of applicants are normally accepted to something like any kind of grant process or anything, an interesting stat, but, um, you know, for, you know, Matthew to persevere and he's been declined before he's applied for these things before. Um, I love this concept of sort of having to put it out of your head and just sort of like forgetting that you even mm -hmm. applied. Um, I think that's such a great way to kind of like cope with the waiting process on anything in life. Right. Yes. Uh, which I could have done that when I was waiting to have my daughter when I was like eight months pregnant, but right. you know, um, <laughs> so, you know, but I mean, I think, I think he's just, he's got such a, a beautiful way of kind of um, looking at how the journey came to be to get to Forbes 30 under 30. And um, thank you very much, Matthew, for sharing that story, because I actually personally found it super inspiring. And I know what you're saying about, you know, the starving artist, the struggle, it's not easy. Um, many, many people run into that. And also the perfectionist thing, right? Like we are our own worst enemies when it comes to imposter syndrome and the devil's in the details, right? Yeah. Um, oh, for sure. You know. For sure, for sure. Yeah, no, thank you, Matthew, for coming on and being so open and kind of like really giving us an inside look on on this process. Uh, Forbes 30 to 30 is a huge accomplishment. Um, and I believe in one of the future episodes, he does actually dive a little bit more into um, what the Forbes 30 under 30 means and, and how it's not singular. It's more of a, a community effort. Coming up with the next episode, we have Mo Ismael. And we're going to be talking about how to be more confident on camera. We'll catch you there. We have all our past episodes archived on our website. While you're there, if you sign up for our email list, you'll gain access to our private Facebook group with behind the scenes content, a network of strategists, and some awesome games we played with the previous guests. You won't want to miss the valuable content. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow. Oh, and five-star reviews keep the hamsters powering our microphones. So if you could leave one, that would be super great.